Hello and welcome. This is Pastor Terry, and I'd like to welcome you to my Bible study podcast. This daily podcast is a place where we take the teachings of Scripture seriously, but ourselves, not so much. Join us as we dive into the sacred words of the Bible. Each time we read, we pray, we change the world. Welcome to Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. It is Tuesday, July 26th, 2022, and uh, we are down to the last two chapters of Proverbs now. So glad to have you on wherever you are today, wherever you are on this midsummer day, whether you are on your way to the office, at the office, on your lunch break, on the bike, taking a jog, sitting around the coffee table, sitting around the kitchen table, sitting in the backyard, wherever you are. So glad to have you on. Hope you guys are uh, doing well. And uh, So today and tomorrow will be, uh, will be kind of a, after tomorrow, we'll take a little pause on the podcast. A great time to catch up on old podcasts if you want to see some or review any that you missed. But uh, we're going to kind of regroup for the most of the month of August, and we'll jump back in uh, in September uh, on um, with video and with the podcast. So uh, definitely we'll be on Facebook Live. Not sure what other formats I'm going to do. I don't know. I'll do Instagram live or not. Um, but uh, we'll we'll take a look at that. But yeah, just get a chance to kind of rebrand, brush up some of the, the stuff for the podcast, get it going be- bigger and better uh, for the fall. Um, got some, some ideas for the fall. Probably going to divert from the previous reading plan, do something a little different. Uh, while I like the uh, lectionary readings of four readings a day, I feel like it could be a little clunky switching from you know spending so much time going back and forth to different parts of the bible um so uh so yeah i got some got some things in the works some more little simpler devotional guides for our time together and um it'll lead us through the fall into the holiday season and and beyond so yeah Thank you guys for sticking with it. Thank you for all your feedback. If you have suggestions, recommendations, fire on my way. Bible study podcast 2020 at gmail.com. Bible study podcast 2020 at gmail.com. I'd love to hear uh, any feedback you have and um, we'll take it into consideration as we move to uh, relaunching uh, for the fall programming. So, yeah. All right, you guys, uh, let's do this. Proverbs chapter 30 as we. Uh, again, wrap up our last few chapters of uh, this book that has inspired us with a lot of wisdom. Uh, chapter 30 is different. You will notice it right away. Um, it's it's a uh, the way it's written, it, it feels different. It reads different. It's kind of a, uh, from the perspective of, of, a, of someone reflecting on um, this creation and the world around us. And it just, it just has a, a kind of a, a kind of a prophetic word uh, feel to it. 
little different than the other proverbs, which are just those one, you know, singular sort of short statements, short phrases. So uh, it's the title of it is the sayings of Agur, and Agur probably was someone who we know nothing about him other than his his only occurrences here. Uh, as someone who uh, collected um, wisdom. And so, um, yeah, pro- so probably like Solomon, he also was someone who uh, collected wise sayings. And so uh, some some say it's another name for Solomon, but that's kind of a stretch, I think. <laughs> so, uh, so let's do it. Let's jump into it. The sayings, whoa, 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 wait, hold on. Forgot something. You know what we do? We read, we pray, we change the world. Let's do it. See what the Lord has to say today. The sayings of Agar, son of Jacob, an inspired utterance. There you go. A prophetic, a prophetic word, an inspired utterance, an inspired saying. This man's utterance to Ithiel. I am weary, God, but I can prevail. Maybe that's your prayer today. Lord, I'm tired. I am tired. I know I can prevail, Lord. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm tired. Maybe you've been de- dealing with a sickness. Maybe you've been dealing with an infirmity. Maybe you've been dealing with a difficult situation, financial issue. You're like, man, I'm weary, God. Come on. I know, man. I've been there. You get tired. You get woe out. But hear the next part of that. I can prevail. Yes, you can. Verse 2. Surely I am only a brute, not a man. I do not have understanding. So he's just uh, just saying that I must feel like a brute before you, Lord. You know, uh, I'm frustrated, I'm angry, and I'm sure from your perspective, Lord, I look like a, a brute, an unlearned, un, uh, foolish person. So there's a lot I don't understand. You know, sometimes, sometimes I'm sure we look that way before God, you know. He knows everything. He understands us. He knows us. But I'm sure sometimes, you know, we look... We look like a brute, just frustrated, like a, just a unlearned. And God's probably like, you haven't learned those lessons yet. You don't know. You don't know my ways yet. And you're like, yeah, no. Sometimes I know before the Lord, we look, we look crazy. We look foolish. We look uh, beside ourselves. That's what the uh, the Proverbs writer here is saying. Saying, like, surely I'm only a brute, but not a man. I do not. I do not have human understanding. Verse three. I have not learned wisdom nor have I attained to the knowledge of the Holy One. Man. You know, sometimes you go through seasons in your life, you're like, man, have I learned anything? You know, you make a mistake, you, you get back into a, 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 an old pattern or a funk that you've been in before, and you're like, man, do I, why am I so hard-headed? Why do I keep finding myself in these patterns? Why, why am, do I not learn anything? Have I not gotten any wiser? <laughs> Here I am, X number of years old, and, I, and, I, and I'm still making the same mistakes I made 10, 15, 20 years ago. Hmm. You ever said that to yourself? Yeah. That's what the, the Proverbs writer is expressing. He's like, he's, he's, just, he's just frustrated with himself. You ever been frustrated with yourself? Man, I should have done better than that. I should be wiser than that. I should be smarter than that. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Have I not learned wisdom, nor have I attained to the knowledge of the Holy One? Who has gone up to heaven and come down? Whose hands have gathered up the wind? Hmm. 
who is wise like the Lord? Who has you know, gone up to heaven and you know, known all the depths and mysteries of the heights and depths and mysteries of God? We're all just trying to figure it out. Come on now. You know, it's true. We're all just trying to figure it out. We thank the Lord for the word. Thank the Lord for the Holy Spirit and for wise friends and counsel. But we all just trying to figure it out. And, and then none of us gone up to heaven and come back down with a divine revelation. No. That's what, you know, a lot of the cults that begin in the world begin with someone who claims that they, you know, have this special revelation that no one else has. Yeah, Joseph Smith. Um, yeah. The uh, special revelation no one else has. But who has? Nobody's gone up to heaven and come back down. Whose hands have gathered the wind? Who has wrapped up the waters in a cloak? Who has established all the ends of the earth? Who? What is his name and what is the name of his son? Surely you know. Only the Lord Jesus, man. <laughs> what a great prophetic word about the about Jesus. Right? What is his name and what is, what is the name of his son? Surely you know. It's Yahweh. And his son is Jesus. But they're the only ones that know it all. They're the ones they have all the wisdom. They, you know, no one else has been up to heaven, but and uh, wrapped up the waters in a cloak with the majesty and the amazingness and the power of God. So the the pro proverbs writers, he's marveling at the power of God. Who 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 else has done this? Who has gone up into heaven and come down? Who else has wrapped up the waters in a cloak? Who else has established the ends of the earth? Who who else? What's his name? Only the Lord God Almighty. Verse 5, every word of God is flawless. Come on now. Yeah. Right there. Boom. Verse 5, every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in him. Man, you can take refuge in him. Any day of the week, any time of the day, you need to take refuge in the Lord. You can. He's a shield. He gathers us. He comes close to us. Every word of God is flawless. His shield is, he's a shield to those who take refuge in him. Verse 6, do not add to his words, or he will, or he will rebuke you and prove you a liar. Mm. Man, you got to be careful with the, uh, don't add to his word. You got people who, you know, are quick to say, God told me. God said, God told, God wants me to tell you, man, look, I'm not saying that doesn't happen. I believe that does happen. I believe God can give inspired utterances and a word for people, but you got to be real careful going there. <laughs> you got to, you got to be real careful. And, uh, and, and whenever I have those conversations with people, I feel like maybe God's given a word for someone else. I always say, I always do it in the form of a question. I'll be like, you know, I, I, I don't know if this is a word for you. It, it feels to me like it might be. So just, you know, sift it and, and listen to it and, and see if it, if it applies to your life. I feel like the Lord is saying, and I'll say whatever, for you to be encouraged, for you to be strong, for you to be bold, for you to not doubt what he's placed in you, for you, whatever, whatever that word is, sift it, for you to be careful in the decisions that you're making. Yeah, whatever it is, but, but you sift it, put it back in their hands to discern. 
Not like God told me to tell you, you need to do this. Nah, be careful. <laughs> be careful with that, man. Or God told me I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. Uh, be real sure before you make that claim. Do not add to his words or, or he will rebuke you and he'll prove you a liar. <laughs> when it doesn't happen, like, oh, yeah, you were lying. That was you. That was your own feelings and your own wants and desires. That was not the word of the Lord. Verse 7, two things I ask of you, Lord. Do not refuse me before I die. Wow, watch this. Two things I ask of you, Lord, and do not refuse me before I die. Here it is, number one. Keep falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches, but give me only my daily bread. Hmm. Otherwise, I may have too much and disown you and say, who is the Lord? Or I may become poor and steal and so dishonor the name of my God. Wow. Wow. What a, what a humble uh, prayer, right? The Proverbs writer saying, just uh, two things I ask for you, the Lord, before I die. You know, help me to be a man of truth. Keep me from falsehood and lies. And, you know, give me enough to meet my needs. You know, give me, give me my daily bread. I'm not trying to be rich. I don't want to be poor. I just want enough to meet my needs. I want to be right there. I don't want to be so rich that I, that I, be, I would be tempted to disown you and, and to, to deny the Lord because that's the, that's the deceit of riches. The deceit of riches is uh, it can make us feel self, uh, self-secure. It can make us feel uh, boastful and proud. It can make us feel like we're invincible. That's the deceitful of riches. It, it, the deceitful of riches can, can become, make it uh, can, uh, feel eternal, and they're not. The power and the um, the provision that comes through material wealth is temporal, but it deceives us into thinking it will last forever, and it keeps us numb and and um, and ignorant of eternal things because we're so comfortable that we don't consider eternal things, and that's the deceitfulness, that's the intoxication of riches. It gets us just sort of enjoying our status in this life, not pondering the reality that could all be gone tomorrow. And in truth, it all will be gone tomorrow. Eventually, it all will be gone. And what will you be left with? That's the deceitful of riches. So the Proverbs writer here is saying, uh, two things I want. I, I, don't, I, I, don't, I want to be kept away from lies and falsehoods. I want to know the truth. Man, what a beautiful prayer. That's all of us, right? Lord, help me to know the truth. I want to be a person of truth. I don't want to be chasing after any lies. I don't want to be so like blinded by the, the crud that goes on in this world, the crap that goes on in this world. I corrected that. I was going to say crud, but I just went with crap instead. <laughs> I want to know, I want, no, keep me from falsehood. And keep me from you know, being poor or, or being rich. You know, I don't want to be scraping bottom. I don't want to be tempted to you know, be dishonest because I'm, because I'm just struggling. I want to be somewhere in there in the middle. Yeah, I like it. Verse 10, do not slander a servant to their master or they will curse you and you will pay for it. That's kind of a proverb right there, right? Just a reminder, don't slander a servant to their master, or uh, it'll come back and get you. Verse 11, there are those who curse their fathers and do not bless their mothers. 
those who are pure in their own eyes and yet not cleansed of their filth. Those whose eyes are ever so haughty, whose glances are disdainful, disdainful. Those whose teeth are swords, whose jaws are set with knives to devour the poor from the earth and the needy from among mankind. See, there's those people out there that, you know, they're just, they're mean. (laughs) They curse their parents. They, uh, They think they're all that in their own eyes pure in their own eyes, yet the truth is they're, 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 they don't even see their own filth. Their eyes are haughty, they're proud, they look down on everyone else, they, they look with disdain at other people. Like, ugh, ugh, I don't want to be like them. Ugh, they're so beneath me. They devour the poor. Hmm. He says, you know, we don't, yeah, we don't want to be those people. We don't want to be those people. We don't want to be those people who look down on others. We don't want to be that category of mocker. I mean, in other places in Proverbs, that would be considered the mocker, right? Someone who mocks wisdom and and uh, just embodies pride and arrogance and mistreats the poor. We've seen those, man. Those people are around. We don't. We do not want to be in that group of people. Verse fifteen: The leech has two daughters. <laughs> Some of you. Some of you know might know a leech or two, someone who just just sucks the life out of you, sucks the resources out of you, sucks the energy out of you. The leech has two daughters. Give, give, they cry. Hmm. Give, give, give. They are there are three things that are never satisfied, four that never say enough. The grave. The barren womb, land, which is never satisfied with water, and fire, which never says enough. Wow. Wow. The grave, the barren womb, land, and fire never has enough. Wow. That's just an observation of, of, of the world, right? Right? Um, the grave, people are, are die every day, right? Never ends. The barren womb, you know, when you, when, when, you know, and this, you know, it's the literal barren womb, you know, someone who can't have children, but it's also uh, when, when it, when, when you don't have, when a dream is unfulfilled, the want, you want something, you want something fulfilled, that barren womb, a hope, a dream, an aspiration. Maybe some of you today, you have a barren womb, this, this, this dream, this aspiration, this hope. And so the Proverbs writer, he's speaking right to us, right? We want more. Land, which always, you know, drinks the water, and fire, which always, you know, consume whatever's in its way. You know, one of the most powerful words we can learn when it comes to contentment in life is the word enough. I have enough. You know, when you, when we, when we, when we can say, when we can accept the fact that I have enough, then guess what? I, suddenly I feel blessed. The truth is you are blessed. We are blessed. It's like, man, I wish the Lord would bless me. Look around. He has. He has blessed you. He is blessing you right now. He's blessed you in the past. He's blessing you right now. The key to seeing the blessings of God is to, is to embrace that simple word. What's that word? Enough. 
<laughs> when we see that we have enough, that God has provided us with enough, in fact, he's given us more than enough, boom, contentment, man. Contentment and peace. Yeah, praise God. Verse 17, the eye that mocks a father that scorns an aged mother will be pecked out by the ravens of the valley, will be eaten by the vultures. Hmm. There are three things that are too amazing for me, four that I do not understand. The way of the eagle in the sky, the way of a snake on a rock, the way of a ship on the high seas, and the way of a man with a young woman. <laughs> when a man, who that was bad, loves a woman. Shift it a little bit. Yeah. There's some crazy things, man. An eagle in the sky, that's a mystery, how that works. Uh, 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 the way of a snake on a rock, man. Uh, the way of a ship on a high sea and the way of a man with a young woman. Mm. Too amazing, too incredible. There's something beautiful about love, right? You know, you see those two, you see people who are in that young puppy love. You're like, oh, that's cute. Oh, ain't that cute. Look at that damn puppy love. They can't stand to be two, more than three inches apart from each other. When they go to somewhere, they're looking for two two seats right beside each other. <laughs> you get older, you're looking for two seats across from each other. <laughs> you can tell by how long you've been together. Are they looking for two seats beside each other or across from each other? That's I tell you how long they've been together. <laughs> but it, yeah, young man, young woman, oh man, they're going to try to sit right beside each other. It's amazing. See, like, oh, ain't that cute? They want to hold hands. They always want to be touching each other, holding hands, arm on the shoulder, holding the hands, arm around the waist, always touching, always touching, touching. <laughs> you know what? You know how I go? The way of a man with a young woman. He just can't, he can't stop calling and talking to her. What you doing, baby? He just can't. He just can't stop. I just think about you. Remember back in the day, you sit on the phone for hours. You ain't talking about nothing. He just sat on the phone for hours, not talking about nothing. Like, what y'all talking about? I'm just talking. <laughs> now you FaceTime and just look at each other. Oh, what you doing? I ain't not doing nothing. What you doing? I ain't doing nothing. What you doing? Yeah. Uh, amazing. <laughs> Verse 20. This is the way of an adulterous woman. She eats and wipes her mouth and says, I've done nothing wrong. Mm. Wow. Mm. Clever's up the evidence, but then claims she ain't done nothing wrong. Just because you clean up the mess don't mean you ain't done nothing wrong. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Just because you can clean up the mess don't mean you didn't do something wrong. That goes that goes in so that goes in so many areas of life. Just because you can clean up the mess doesn't mean doesn't mean you didn't do something wrong. Mm. Verse twenty one. Under three. Under three things, the earth trembles. Under four, it cannot bear up. A servant who becomes a king, a godless fool who gets plenty to eat, a contemptible woman who gets married, and a servant who displaces a mistress. Ooh, what's that? That's all people with the wrong kind of mindset in the wrong kind of position. You can't have a servant mindset in a, in a king's position. That was, the, that was the children of Israel's problem, right? Coming out of the promise, uh, coming out of the wilderness, or coming out of the of slavery into the wilderness towards the promised land, they kept living with a slave mentality. They had to they had to break that slave mentality and be and see themselves as sons and daughters of God, as God's chosen possession. 
sometimes God can't promote you and put you in different positions because you have you still we 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 carry that same old mindset. We we God calls us overcomers, but we live and see ourselves as defeated and victims. And so we can't live an overcomer lifestyle because we keep seeing ourselves as victims, as as people who are always on the short end of the stick, who are always treated unfairly, who never get a fair shake. Well, if you see yourself like that, if that's the way you've defined your life, yeah, you're never going to live like an overcomer. Nah, you're always going to be a victim. Verse 24. Four things on earth are small, yet they are extremely wise. Ants are creatures of little strength, yet they store up their food in the summer. Hyraxes are creatures of little power. I don't even know what that is. Yet they make their homes in the crack, crags. I have no idea what we're talking about right there. Verse 27, locusts, I know what that is. Locusts have no king, yet they advance together in ranks. A lizard can be caught with the hand, yet is found in king's palaces. Ooh, man, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? You got these little lizards running around here all over Florida, man. Right now there's about a, about a million of them outside my house. You go outside there, they're running everywhere. You can catch them with your hand. But truth is, they'll, you find them everywhere. They'll be in a palace. They'll be in restaurants. They'll be in the church. They can go anywhere they want to go. A lizard can be caught with a hand that is found in king's palaces. Why? It's just free, man. It's free. <laughs> uh, it's an interesting observation about life, right? Like, he don't struggle. He's a little lizard. He ain't worried. He might, you catch him with his hand, whatever. He just going to play dead. And then he's going to run away after you let him go. <laughs> and he's going to go on to the king's palace. Verse 29. Let's wrap this up, y'all. Four more verses. There are three things that are stately in their stride, four that move with stately bearing. A lion, mighty among beasts, who retreats before nothing. A strutting rooster, a he-goat, and a king secure against revolt. Mm. Isn't that the truth? You know, someone who's secure in their leadership. Um, yeah. That's, there's a strength that comes with that security. Yeah. Verse 32. If you play the fool and exalt yourself, or if you plan evil, clap your hand over your mouth. For as churning cream produces butter, and as twisting the nose produces blood, so stirring up anger produces strife. Ooh, man, that's fire right there. You play the fool, you're going to hurt yourself. <laughs> you play the fool, you're going to get hurt. Just as sure as you churn cream and it produces butter, and just as soon as a twisted nose is going to produce blood, you stir up anger, you're going to get hurt. You're going to stir up strife. If you play the fool, and exalt yourself. And if you plan evil, cover your mouth. It ain't good. Mm. I like that one. If you play the fool and exalt yourself, or if you plan evil, clap your hand over your mouth. Because mm. you, you're stirring up strife. Man, we don't want to be that. We don't want to stir up strife. We don't want to plan evil. We don't want to act a fool. Mm -mm. We want to be uh, people of peace. People of grace, people of love, people of uh, uh, people of the kingdom who bring peace and joy. 
Yeah. It's interesting stuff, man. Stately in their stride is a lion, a might, uh, uh, a struggling, a strutting, not a struggling, a strutting rooster, a he goat, and a king secure against revolt. Man, love it. Love it. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for being on today. Proverbs 31 tomorrow as we wrap it up. What a good chapter, though. I love the uh, the different perspective of chapter 30, right? Like just some observations about life written in a different sort of prose, a different kind of format, different, uh, different voice. Awesome. Two things I ask for you, Lord, before I die. Keep me from falsehood and, and get me and materially put me somewhere in the middle between poverty and, and riches. Man, that's awesome. All right, you guys, let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you for just the wealth of wisdom and the way it feeds our soul because we sense in our world just like a, a lack of wisdom. And so your word, Lord, we soak it up. We soak up the wisdom of God. Lord, not just so that we can absorb it only, but that we can also live it out in our daily lives, in our relationships, in our financial lives. Um, Lord, thank you for giving us this gift of wisdom. Lord, um, we pray that you would keep us from falsehood and lies. Lord, help us to see lies and to expose them. Help us to be people of truth and honesty. Lord, we pray that you would give us our daily bread. Lord, we, we don't seek riches or wealth. We seek, we seek our daily bread, and we know that you are good and that you provide. Lord, I pray for my friends today, whatever needs they have specifically, may you bless them and encourage them. Provide for them, Lord, according to your abundance. Lord, may they know that they're loved by you, that they're known by you, and that you're with them. We pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you today. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Hope these words from Proverbs chapter 30 minister to your heart uh, just enriched you today. Thank you for spending this time together. God bless you guys. Love you guys so much. Uh, if you ever want to give me any feedback about the podcast, you can do that at BibleStudyPodcast2020 at gmail.com. Thanks for liking, subscribing, sharing the podcast. All of that is greatly appreciated. We'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us today on Pastor Terry's Bible Study Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's show. If this episode has been an encouragement to you, please help us by spreading the word about the podcast. You can do that by giving us a thumbs up, subscribing, and sharing it with your friends. You can also find me, Pastor Terry, as well as Bayside Church in Safety Harbor, Florida, on all social media platforms. The church you will find at Bayside Church SH. Again, thank you for being with us today and for sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time, remember, God's word is true. Everything else is merely commentary. God bless you. We'll see you next time.